Hey everybody, Todd here. Welcome back to another Wellness Talks Brief. Today I'm gonna to answer another question that comes up quite often, either via email, through this channel, in person, or with friends and family. And that is, what type of therapy should I use? I'm considering going in, I'm considering getting help. Which, what's the best approach, Todd? And who should I go to? Uh, an LICSW, a PhD in psychology, an LMHC, an LMFT. Oh my gosh, there's, there's, there's so many different types of professionals out there who do this. Which one would be the best for me? Now, when it comes to LMHC, LISW, LFT, all the different, different licenses, the different professionals that are out there. So a licensed mental health counselor, that's what I am. A licensed independent social worker, that's some of the folks that work here with me, they have that. Uh, an, a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, a PhD in psychology, so a true psychotherapist, uh, a psychoanalyst, behavioral analyst. All of these folks are trained to have roughly the same bin of skills to be able to interview, to be able to hold a safe space where we are not judging whatever it is that you put out there, that we are not going to react in, in a poor way, that we're going to give you uh, unconditional positive regard. Basically, that the, you're doing the best that you can with the rules and the tools that you have. If there was a better way for you to operate, you would be doing that. So there's that non-judgmental space just to be able to put something out there and then apply it to what direction you actually would like to go. All of us are trained to pay attention to these base core components. Basically, the School of Social Work, the School of Mental Health Counseling, the School of Psychology, the School of Behavioral Analysis, they are just different theoretical approaches of how each discipline believes is the best way to move a person from where they are to where they want to be, to not functioning as well as they would like, to being able to function fully in multiple situations. That's what's at heart for all of us. So when it really boils down to it, that's our job. Our job, we, we got into this because we tend to be more compassionate people. We don't like seeing other people suffer. Of course, I'm speaking for the whole profession, so maybe not. Maybe some people got into it for other reasons, but the reason that I got into it and, and a lot of the associates that I work with here got into it is because they are basically trying to alleviate suffering in the world. We're trying to figure out how to make this a better place today than it was yesterday, and how can we make the world better tomorrow than it is today. And so we picked up the mantle of being a helping professional and that's what we've done. So just keep that in mind. And then when it comes to selecting somebody and the type of therapy, take a look. Go to their website, see what they have written about, see what, what their whole approach is about, see what it is, how they would do it. Just go and get familiar with them. And then go on the person that aligns more closely with things that are important to you. What are your personal values? What do you want to work on? Is, does this person seem approachable? Does this person seem 
down to earth. Is this person more analytical and you're more analytical? And so that would be the place to go. Does this person use more of an educational approach? Do you want to have knowledge about what I can do in the situation? Does this person seem to line up? Does this person just seem to hold a space and allow me to talk? Because some people, that's really important and that's something that's very useful to them. And it's also not unusual to start off with one person because you want one kind of approach and then for you to fade out of that, that relationship and go into a completely different modality, a different approach with a completely different therapist. That's not unheard of either. Working with somebody who's more just there to hold a space for you, allow you to actually come to terms with whatever it is that you're dealing with, but they don't necessarily push or prompt. And then you realize, oh, I want a push or prompt. And so you go and you work with somebody else. It's not unusual. It's kind of like going to a general practitioner and then realizing I really need a dermatologist and then flipping over. There's no harm, no foul when it comes to going with and finding what it is that you need. And it doesn't matter how long they've actually been doing it. If they've got the license, if they've done the hours, research actually shows that experience doesn't necessarily equate to a better outcome for the person that they're working with. What, what, they, what the research shows is that it's the strength of the rapport. How well do you connect to that person that you're working with? How well does that person connect to you? So what's the actual rapport like? What's the relationship like? It's the strength of the relationship that will help to determine just how well the interactions, the treatment, the sessions will work for you. Is this somebody that you can actually open up with? And it's going to be different. There's going to be people who are more you know, into the like new age and they may use tarot cards. And, there's, and then we've got the other, the other side of the spectrum where it's going to be more behavioral and we're going to write everything down and we want to see this and this is what the science shows. And where do you fall in that spectrum? Where does the person that you're looking at seem to fall in that spectrum? And then go. Pick up the phone, make, make an appointment online, send them an email, ask all the questions that you want. I always try to take as much time as needed to help uh, address their questions. And sometimes they're like, you know, I don't, I don't think this is going to work for me. And I'm like, awesome. Glad you asked. Glad you're in action. Please feel free to reach out and find someone else. And oftentimes <laughs> I might be like, you know, I think maybe you might be right. Why don't you try this person or this person? They sound like they might line up more with you. So oftentimes I will try to find the right person to connect you to because you did take the time and the effort to reach out to me in the first place. So I don't want to waste your time and I want to honor that. So I, I will do the best I can to push you off to somebody else who may line up better with what it is you're hoping to accomplish. And then finally, there are different approaches. There, are, there is CBT, so cognitive behavioral therapy. There's DBT, dialectic behavioral therapy. There's person focused. There is um, emotional focused therapy. There is family systems, there's uh, acceptance and commitment therapy, one of the ones that I typically utilize. There's total behavioral therapy. There are so many different kinds of therapies and I'm constantly getting all kinds of flyers saying, hey, you want to train to do this? And they're available out there. They are still the end goal for all of these is helping you to go from where you are and to where you want to be dealing with issues that you have, things that you're carrying from your past, old memories, old rules, old tools. And the number one job is really just trying to help you to objectify that which you're subjected to. So just keep that in mind that the approaches don't necessarily matter. It's like, this is a pathway, this is a pathway, this is a pathway. 
If you're not familiar with any of them, just go and see, oh, is this where I really want to go? Is this really the right path for me? It's kind of like picking a park. Which park do you know you're going to like? Well, you don't know until you go to the park and you walk around in the park and you're like, this is a great park. I love this park. Or you get there and you realize, no, there's no water feature here. I would like a path which walks by a river or a pond and so on and so forth. So think of it that way. Try not to get too invested in, is this going to be the right thing? Is this going to be the right thing for me? And if that question keeps coming up, ask yourself, is this the thing that I need to go talk to somebody about? This procrastination, this constantly second guessing myself. And then pick up the phone, honor the fact that you are having some difficulty with this, and do it anyways. Just hold that in place, hold that in space, hold it gently, and dedicate yourself to something that matters. Working on addressing something that you think is going to benefit you in the long run, something that's going to make you stronger, something that's going to allow you to grow. So I hope that this answered the question as thoroughly as I possibly could without being too confusing. If you have any questions, of course, you can comment in the section below. And don't forget to like and subscribe and then hit the little bell so that you can get a notification anytime I put up new videos. And until the next time, may you be well.